church bells. God, what's with these people? Nobody goes to the church. They just pay for them. I did see a pr priest on our boat taxi thing, though. They seem to be making fun of us for taking a lot of photos, which I found funny. Did you notice? I wasn't even looking. I was too busy taking pictures. I was listening to their conversation. I was wondering what priests talk about nowadays. Priests shouldn't make fun of people. You mean the priests were making fun of us? Well, they were doing that priestly sort of, wow, they take so many photos. What do you do with all those photos? And then, ha, ha, ha. So it was as close to insulting as you can get with a priest. Well, how, they were t but how come you didn't turn around and say, excuse me, priest, at least we don't fuck little boys, asshole.
This must be the end of the world. All the people turning into pigs and ponies. I can't let it happen to me. What is the reason for these hearings in front of the conversation? Well... Thank you. I think that statement... Sex. started this committee. What is the reason for these hearings in front of the conversation? Well... I'd be interested to see what toys your kids ever had. Why would you be interested? Just as a point of interest in this. Uh, well, come on over to the house. I'll show them to you. <laughs> Hello. You know, you could hear my uh, microphone brush my face. I'm experimenting a little. Just, am I recording? I don't know. Hello. You know, you could hear my uh, microphone brush my face. I'm so. I'm just. I was actually in this well, poll. As they come, the, the ladies are there. There's nothing so around. So in this poll, I was actually the ladies are there. There's nothing around. Someone else. Making sure that they have clean power, not dirty power. Is this a rhyme? 
Okay. Listening to an interview of Grind. Okay, this is gonna be so, a hard day, okay? I'm just, I was right, actually, then. well, it's embarrassing, but I was somewhat inspired Why in the record today. So, I'm mm-hmm. just, well, I was actually, well, well, it's embarrassing, but I was somewhat for you well, 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 by the way, is Natalie listening? I hope she is. I mean, I ended up to be show notes last week. Natalie's at the school again. She got a new... Okay, don't talk. Oh, really? So, I'm just... I was actually... Somewhat inspired. Listening to an interview of Grimes on Lex Friedman's podcast. And, I mean, I ended up turning it off. Oh, really? Hold on. Oh, that was fun. That was perfect. <laughs> okay, hold on, Mitchell. I'm not lesbian. Hold on, hold on. What's your name? Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello. You know, you could hear my uh, microphone brush my face. I'm experimenting with it. Am I recording? Am I? Yeah, I am. I didn't realize you could record it. So, I'm just. I was actually. Well, it's embarrassing. I was somewhat inspired in a backwards way by um, Grimes. I was listening to an interview of Grimes on uh, Lex Friedman's podcast. And, I mean, I ended up turning it off. So, I'm just. I was actually. I ended up. I think I just fucked up. I ended up turning it off because Grimes was really annoying. But she said something that triggered me, which is about how it's about production now. And people don't really understand how much of music is really about production more than the artist and therefore the art. So I thought, well, interesting. I can do stuff with production. So maybe I should as a way of sort of maybe having a way to give a shit about this drama. I could change it, produce it a little. But I'm also very lazy, which this has taught me. I ended up, I think I just... Mr. Dapper, I uh, really about am that. astounded yeah. at the uh, 
courtesy and soft voice uh, nature of the comments of my friend, the senator from Tennessee. I can only say that I find your statement to be boorish, uh, incredibly and uh, insensitively insulting to the people who were here previously. Also very late. That you could manage to give the First Amendment the Constitution of the United States a bad name if I felt that you had the slightest understanding of it, which I do not. You have the slightest understanding of the difference between government and private action. And that you have certainly destroyed any case you might otherwise have with this session. Is this private action? That's what I was talking to you a little bit earlier about with the Bella Lugosi house. But I'm also very lazy. This is Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for your testimony. Thank you. Next witness is John Denver. Those who commercials only for domain names and hosting, go daddy's domain. I mean, I didn't feel like I had to do anything. I just want to get there.
is really annoying but she said something that triggered me which is about you know, it's about production now, and people don't really understand how much of music is really about production more the the artist and the all right madge weinstein here you know it was certainly nice to hear from that new listener penny pincheng from the china i guess it pays off to, uh, to talk to Chinese people on the Skype calls with the Cheryls. Anyway, I wanted to finish tell you a story about my dinner from last night, and it made me think of something, so I was inspired to open up this tape recorder on my way over to my Weight Watchers Anonymous meeting. And, well, so I was talking to some uh, elder people, some people of uh, my mother's generation, you know, and everything, 89, 90, 91, something like this. And um, so, uh, some of these people, they were they were talking. Well, one of them, it seems, was in the uh, um, 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 United States Army in around 1942, but he was in, stationed in the Israel, and he was talking about that uh, terrorist organization that the, uh, of course, they call it Underground Army. They, that was interesting. The words they called it the Underground Army which Menachem Begin was in and all these other people. And they basically, uh, you know, sort of fought these uh, Palestinians. In, in other words, it was sort of the opposite situation that it is today. So they were sort of the underground fighting the, mili- the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, military, the British military-backed uh, Palestinians and Arabs. And so the Jews had to fight from underground. This, is in the tw- this was before Nate... Oh, oops, I pulled his name. This is before... Uh, the, uh, you, know, you know, for this is around 1920, so or 25, something like this. Something like this. I could have my dates a little wrong, but I think I'm right. At least that's what he said, but he could be senile a little, you know.
alternative now. And that's what I was talking to you a little bit earlier about with the Bella Lugosi house. This is the show. I don't really have one. Um, yeah. I'm just experimenting, you know, because if it makes me do something that I wouldn't otherwise do, then here it, here it is. Nothing. Nothing. She needs to be fucked in the way that she doesn't want to be fucked. you don't mind me waking you, but I never know your nap schedule these days. What time is it? It's uh, Saturday night, and um, I'd say it's about 10.20 in the evening. Yeah, uh, I got a lot of I got a lot of my shows are back. Mm-hmm. 
Elite is back, and Better Call Saul is back, and Borderlands, Borderlands or whatever. Mm. But I've been watching all these YouTube serial killer things. I'm into that now. Any good? They're awful. Awful or awesome? Both. Mm. Guess who I talked tonight? Who? You get one guess. Bill Haddad? Uh-huh. I hadn't talked to him in a very long time. You're not recording this, are you? I am. What is, what is the purpose of talking if it's not being recorded? <laughs> well, at least you are. Oh, no, you made me spin on my, my computer screen. <laughs> oh, no. I spit my all over it. My apartment smells like roaches because they're underneath the garbage. What do roaches smell like? I didn't know roaches had a smell. Terrible. <laughs> it's They smell like nothing else. Mm. But I was talking to Bill, and he said he doesn't want to get cataract surgery because he's afraid he'll lose his eyesight and he won't be able to read. That happened to one of his friends. Mm. Yeah. But he's going to meetings in person three times a week, and then he's doing Zoom, and one of them is Cambridge, England. Cambridge, England? Yeah. I'm doing what I always tell people not to do, which is eat on the phone. I didn't think I'd be calling you, but I was work trying to do a show because I've been sort of artistically blocked. And um, so I did a whole bunch of, like, experimental crap. That nobody ever Stick wants your finger to listen up to. Up your butt. You won't be blocked anymore. You know what I've okay. got in my in my bathroom? What? Mold? I have the Sprite bottles that I deuced myself on last June when I had my crystal meth relapse. Mm -hmm. It's still there. Is it like growing things? It's crushed because mm -hmm. I squeezed all the water up my hole. You know what? I'm glad I had that relapse. I really enjoyed yeah. it. It only lasted one day. We'll have another. You know where I screwed up? You know where I really screwed up and I didn't understand till after the fact? By now. On my grinder profile on my little ditty, uh -huh. I wrote that I was wanting to do Christmas with people, and that turned everybody <laughs> off except for two black guys they called me at four in the morning, and the one guy wanted me to go to his town. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I got him over here, older black guy, and he had a really big dick. Mm. And he was smoking meth, but it wasn't that great. I wasn't really feeling the big effect from it, but I was sucking his big black dick. But I let him get out the door without fucking me, which that is my biggest regret. It pissed him off that I wouldn't go to his house. And mm -hmm. I should have just kept them here. But I was kind of like, fine, just go. Yeah. And then this guy in Carbondale, this another older black man with a really big dick, wanted me to come over there. But by that time, I was kind of over it. I was coming down, and I was ready to go. Now, these, you know, these men now. had that. Were they old enough to have that curdled cum you told me about before? Probably, but I wouldn't have cared. You didn't even... Were you swallowing or just... Mm. What were you doing with the... Like the 
Oh, Which you didn't one? do it. Right. You didn't fuck either one of them? I didn't go to Carbondale. The guy mm. in Carbondale had a bunch of crystal meth. But you know what? I oh. I knew I didn't want to prolong it. I knew mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a one-off. Mm. And I knew that if I went over there to Carbondale, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Right. So I... But those two hit me up because I wrote that I wanted to do Christmas. But the thing that I did for three hours straight uh-huh. is I hit people up. I hit people up. I, you know, I put down there, bareback bottom, mm-hmm. community come dump, all of that. Yeah, it's probably scared some people off. You think? Do you know, I discovered something really, really good that I know you'll want to check into. There is a man that is located in Skid Row in Los Angeles. Uh He's a very nice man. He cares a lot about the people there. But he has on YouTube 1,500 interviews. And they're about 35 to 45 minutes. Sometimes they're an hour. Sometimes they're only 20 minutes. But it's called the Soft Underbelly. Interesting. Project. So it's a homeless guy that's and interviewing he people? Has, he has all the drug addicts on Skid huh. Row, all the young people that are living on the street. Yeah. He has prostitutes. He has a whole series on Appalachian people and inbred people. And, wow. uh Gang members, pimps, prostitutes transgendered that turned back to their original sex. Uh-huh, yeah. Luckily, they still had their dick. Yeah, that's a thing, and, and I've heard woman, about that. Oh, my God. They all have black and white pictures, and they all look like Diane Arbus photographs. And this is a, a homeless guy who video interviews people? He interviews them. He asks what their upbringing was like. He talked about he basically says that the homeless is because they're on drugs. Okay. And they're on drugs because they can't handle the mental illness resulting from a bad upbringing. You right. know, the father's in prison and the mother's on drugs or vice versa, or there's abuse, sexual abuse, or this and that. But there was one really cute guy that said, uh, crystal meth addict, sex addict, and he was gay. Uh-huh. And he was really, really cute. And he said that he was a power bottom, that he was doing all these crystal meth parties with his partner in crime. They're not boyfriends, but they kind of look out from each other. And then he talked about how he had this business where he would get people to go into drug treatment and he would get a $10,000 bonus for signing them. But I, what he would do is he would put them up in a motel before um, they went into treatment again and he would give them money for drugs. Wait, you, you don't get it. You, where do you, where do you get a $10,000 like kickback for getting somebody in a treatment? That sounds impossible. It was a scam that happened in the early 2000s. It's real. He talked about it. I don't know the ins and outs, but it happened. There was a name for it and they discontinued it. Wow. 
I used to work yeah, with this guy, you know, I, I used to work at Thorac Hospital and they uh, in Chicago in the 90s. And we had like a huge, oops, sorry. We had a huge uh, drug like fake bullshit center like this. Dr. Kaplan was this doctor and all the junkies came to him for drugs. And they it was like a revolving door. But I never knew if it was like an actual racket like that. But I know that well, they, the, that the state gets a lot of gives a lot of money for them, and then they they take them in, and then they kick them out, and then they take them back in, and the people exactly. make it's a lot of money. When I was in treatment at North Shore Hospital yeah. back when I haven't had a drink since I went there. Philip took me there, and I had to import beer on my way there, and that was the last drink I had, and that was in two thousand seven. Uh-huh. But um, anyway, when I went there, I was in the, the gay unit. Mm-hmm. And they said that the first of the month, when these people get their check, they're out partying for a week. But then they blow all their money. They're homeless. And what they do is, since they have insurance, they go in for 30, for 28 days. They don't participate in the program. They're there for three hops and a cot. They're basically taking up space and mucking up time away from the people who really want help. And they're probably getting really good drugs, like methadone. Well, I I saw a show on Addiction Tonight that was from Frontline. And they said that with a lot of the heroin addicts, and now it's all fentanyl, and people are dying left and right, because two right. grains of fentanyl will kill you. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to Prince, and that's what happened to Tom Petty and a bunch of other people. I saw Naomi Judd die tonight, yeah. today, and they're saying she died from mental illness. Does that mean she killed herself? Oops. I don't know. Is that, I didn't know what the reason was. She was, was. only 73. I think 76. Isn't her daughter just the ugliest thing God ever made? I was just looking at a picture of her, and I thought it was Ginger Minge, the drag queen, the fat drag queen. I thought it was her. Oh, my God, she looks terrible. Well, the big joke about the judge is that the mother looks better than the daughter, was much sexier than the daughter. She's not a pretty girl, but she can sing. Yeah, she's got her phone. I, I, I saw Ginger Minge in, to... La, in La Caja Faux. Uh, live. You know who Ginger Minge is, right? Yes. Yeah, she looks just like Winona, but I saw her in La Caja Faux at the uh, Skokie Arts Center or whatever it's called. She was so good. (laughs) She was great, though. But, like, she had, oops, she has this voice. She, She has a Broadway voice, but she was so huge. Like, she's even bigger than she looks on TV. Like, she was so big. She has, like, no neck, and she was the size of a table. So, like, she's so obscenely obese that she can't be... It's sad, because she's she she, looks like the, the voice. She the stars were Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Her, well, Jabba was a little, you know, thinner. But she she's such an amazing voice. And so much such a powerful performer. She's really fantastic. That it's really just a shame that this weight holds her down. You know? Shame. It's a shame, Hagatha. Well, I was going to mention when I was on my North Shore hospital stay in the gay unit, there was a lesbian there named Sam. Oh, that's a that's a good name for a lesbian. Yeah. Who made my skin crawl. I hated her. She was so needy. Mm -hmm. She needed so much attention when it was her time to talk. Mm -hmm. She would have these 
three-minute pregnant pauses where we were all looking at her. And she was loving being the center of attention, and it drove me wild. I'm like, I'm sick of these attention-getting devices of yours, you know, this and that. I drove yeah. her to such distraction that she had to go to upstairs to the psych ward. Mm. And when I went back there a week later, on, uh, I was afraid I was going to relapse, and I was hanging out with this un- underage um, gang member oh, that I was good. partying with at my house. So I went back to North Shore. And they wouldn't put me in. They didn't want me in the gay wing anymore since I was so divisive. Was this in Skokie? And I was crying and carrying on. And they put me in the regular side. And there was a lesbian art. The woman who did our art was this bitter lesbian who never smiled. And she she had it in for me. And there was a guy there who spoke French. And in art class, I said, voulez-vous avec moi ce soir? And she accused me of propositioning him, since it means, do you want to have sex tonight? And well, got it does. me thrown out. Got me thrown out. This lesbian was the art... So just, did you say she was the art teacher? The art teacher. And I said, why don't... Would they have this meeting with me and the director and her? And I yeah. said, you need to get a personality. You never smile. You're a downer, and you're bringing everybody down. And later on, I saw her with this fake smile on her face, pretending to be happy. And it was such an act. But I ha- hate lesbians. I really do. They're so childish. I'm, I'm one. Deaf people. I'm one. So please be nice. I'm one. Hagatha, though, if this lesbian was an art teacher, what kind of art did she make you do? Like dinner plate vaginas, like Judy Chicago, or? Well, like th- no, with- she didn't do any art herself, but I did my thing where I rigged up the, a small can on a pendulum and made my pendulum art paintings, and she was really, really impressed. Here's the other thing about North Shore. Mm-hmm. They had all the staff talking, but they couldn't bring it up to me. I met a 17-year-old kid. He might have been 16 mm-hmm. at Loyola in the cruisy bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he went back to my house in Rogers Park. Yeah. And we had sex. When I went to North Shore, he, I saw him. He was in the juvenile unit. Oh. And he saw me seeing him. And mm-hmm. I think he told staff about it. And staff told my staff I knew there was something going on with staff, that there was something uneasy about me when they were around me, and it was because he told them what we did, but they couldn't bring it up because it was confidential. But did you did you have like a, a rendezvous, like Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog in the Muppet movie, where you like ran for each other in slow motion when you saw each other at opposite ends of the psych ward? No, he was in a different room altogether. So no, no emotional reunion. No, no, he looked kind of scared. That's a shame. But that was my treatment. I had all kinds of problems mm. with treatment. And my director, the, the director told me, he goes, you make people crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you're right. What, what do you mean director? I don't know why that is. You were I in a movie? Bring, 
No, I would just, um, I don't know. I would just not treat people right, and it, it would make them crazy. I acted so superior. But how did that? I out everybody's insecurities, and they hated me for it. But like in the I movie? Up a mirror to everybody. They didn't like what they saw, so they blamed me. Yeah, but you said it was a movie. You said this was a movie, right? Because it was a director. I just want to know what, what, what was the movie. No, it wasn't a movie. The director uh-huh. of the the hospital, the drug treatment hospital. Oh, like a medical director? Yeah, of the substance abuse unit. Do you remember they his had name? A gay one, and then they had two normal ones. And the other thing I did at treatment, I got everybody hooked on tea bags. Yeah, I would like make the, this turbo tea with like six bags in it. Tea bagging? And I would be buzzing my ass off, and I turned other people onto it. But then what happened is they all used up the tea bag, and then they had caffeine headaches and wanted to commit suicide. That's fun. But Hagatha, do you remember the doctor's name? I'm just curious. No, I would not remember his name. Where's North Shore? Is that in Skokie? The hospital. Hold on. I'm choking Sprite. Give me a second. But where is North Shore Hospital? Like, what? where is it located physically? I just want to know. 4800 North Lake Shore Drive. Oh, so it's like, uh, is that Edgewater? Oh, it's kind of where all the crazy yeah. people are, right? Like near um, Big Chicks? Where those crazy fat ladies sit outside all the time? With their with their walkers? Right? It's like a whole... It's well, like a... Were right, mm. It was right on Lake Shore Drive, right across... Oh, I went to uh, outpatient for the Pride Center there. Yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. I know where that is, yeah. When did you go there? And for what purpose? I thought you'd been uh, clean and sober forever, except the occasional wine at dinner. Except for now. No, this was years ago. I, I was actually... In the mental hospital while I was sober, mid sobriety, because I had a, I had an anxiety attacks and I was freaking out. I just my life was Jewish guilt. It was horrible, and um, they ended up putting like dosing me up on Seroquel. I gained like sixty pounds because I was just like having anxiety that wouldn't. Oh my god! Sleep. I had to lie and say I was suicidal for them to admit me. They wouldn't admit me. I actually was in St. Joe's though, but I went to the outpatient at the Pride there where you were. Oh my God, yeah. what a creepy experience. And what's weird about that is when I got in, into the psych ward at St. Joe's, I realized that everybody, like all the people you see, it's all the people you see on the street, like homeless. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when they're not yeah. on the street, they're in the mental hospital and then they go back out on the street. I had no idea what that system was like. It's all like that guy you were telling me about that makes the videos. It's mentally ill people and drug addicts. It's true. Yeah, they all have Sad. insurance. But the thing about that is you could go into treatment eight times a year, so these people would go yeah. back every month. And yeah. it was paid for, and they had a warm place, and they could recuperate. Mm-hmm. Just try, There was this yeah. one queen there that, that had a queen, this one queen. Competition, in other words. She was an ugly drag. She was such an ugly drag, so this mm-hmm. would put her in my place. I didn't look too bad back then. Yeah, I did drag, and I looked really good. And she goes, "Yeah, they look uh, at you, and then they look at me." I saw you in drag. Yeah, I did that to get back at her. 
she drove me so wild, I couldn't, they told me just look at the floor because she would direct all her comments right to me and she would stare right at me when she was talking. And I, and he tried to get me in trouble because I told my friend that my one friend got fucked by a dog and he told like three different staff members that it triggered him. And, you know, he was trying to undermine me. Undermine you? But she was one of those regulars every month. Yeah. She wasn't interested in getting sober. She was a crackhead. Ooh, there was an Iranian crystal meth addict that I hated that roomed with this guy that had a huge stick. You could see it in his pants. Oh. And he bragged about it. a good it. place for it. And I knew they had sex in their room overnight. And they were like, kind of like holding hands when nobody was looking. So I told staff, I said, they're having sex in there. I know. And they split them up. And then the Iranian queen hated me after that because she knew I tattled. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was quite the experience. So what are you doing besides watching television and making a mess in your house these days? That's it. When is that going to end? When are you going to come back to the Telegram group and, and that sort of... You mean like yeah. for hours at a time? Yeah. I don't know that this doesn't does it for me anymore. I'm disinterested in watching my phone. I found some. But it's not watching your phone. You're you're interacting with people. It's two way. Isn't that good? Yeah, it's like a one for five minutes. It's real people. No, that's not the the same. Notification to not leave. No, but that's not. You're not interacting like you used to though. Yeah, I know. Well, do you know why that was? Why? was because I was on Grindr, and the whole time I was on Grindr, I was on Telegram. Oh. And I was on watching Grindr 24-7 every waking moment. And when I, I, at the same time I was on Grindr, I was on Telegram. Yeah, but. I was on for eight hours every day for three months. Okay, but. That's disappointing because people in the Telegram group thought that you enjoyed their company and that you enjoyed having conversations. And then well, when I you did. left them, you sort of left people high and dry, you know, and then yeah, we're just I stuck know. with people like Giga Tigger who quits every five minutes because he gets his feelings hurt about some, some vagina itch. You know, there's who, me? No, I'm talking about Giga Tigger. There's just, we need your entertainment on there, Hag a third. Well, I'll try to spend yeah. more time on that. Yeah, you should. Because, I, I mean, mean you, it's the same yeah. old crew. There's some new people. Yeah, but so what? It's interaction. Maybe it's not, you know, one on one human contact, but it's still human to human you know, conversation. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I did finally get my hair cut because I had to go over to my mother's house for my birthday, and I couldn't have her oh. see me like that. When is, how old is she now? 90? She's 86. She's doing good. Yeah. She calls a lot. She calls? She's never going to die. I want her to die so I can get my inheritance because my money's going to run out. Yeah, that never happens. My friend Rick isn't going to pay me back that $3,500. He can't even get a part-time job. Rick, does he still do Chatterbait or whatever? So you're talking no, about he did it for you're a talking while. about your obese seven year old friend. 
who does yeah. Chatterbait. Seventy-five. Yeah. Ow. Hey, I can I ask you a question? On me. Can I ask a question? Pardon me. I want to ask you a question. It's not really what? directed at you, but it's something I was wondering about. How come it feels so much better when somebody else rubs your feet than when you rub your own feet? It's the same reason why it feels better when somebody jacks you off than when you jack you off. Yeah, but jacking yourself off, at least you still calm. Like, when I rub my own feet, I don't calm. And, like, I don't calm when somebody else rubs my feet, but it's almost like a calm. It feels so good, Hagatha. And then, like... And then, like, if I have to rub my own feet, I can use all the coconut oil in the world. It's just, it's not. Oh, it, it, You're an old person. You're obsessed with rubbing your feet. My feet Are hurt. Swollen? Do you have swollen ankles? No. Old? No, but my feet hurt when I walk. They hurt. They get sore. And I like to have a rub. Overweight now, or you at an average weight? I have always been overweight, except for maybe five years of my life. I have, yes. Is your wife still cooking you homemade Jewish meals every night? Not Jewish, but yes. We went to the kosher restaurant the other night, and I had such a salt bloat. Because, like, you know, they don't, it's it's meat, and they don't use milk. So they use this, it's like, basically the, uh, uh, it's like the yin-yang. If, like, veganism is yin, kosher is yang. It's like, it's a fucked up diet where you can't eat any dairy, but everything else is meat instead of like nuts. So it's like I woke up the next day feeling so horrible, so bloated. And I had been eating like the cornbread with this margarine because you can't have butter. They don't serve butter. They serve margarine, like which is the Why don't they eat dairy? I didn't know kosher was no dairy. There's kosher. Mean, it doesn't mean no dairy. What it means is you can't mix meat with dairy so there's kosher restaurants that are all dairy and there's kosher restaurants that are all meat you can't mix them and, and there's different levels anybody is there anybody in the jewish community that has a reformed version of being jewish that doesn't have all of those 2000 ridiculous rules in the old testament that these orthodox people follow I don't understand what you you're asking. There's somebody in their right mind that says this is two thousand year old nonsense. Yeah, we have reform. We have a reform branch of religion. I'm. I was brought up reform. I wasn't brought up that the way with the crazy shit. Yeah, of course. Most people don't believe in that stupid bullshit. Yeah. Well, it's just like you got Pentecostal people that don't cut their right. hair. Now, now, Southern Baptist people, and that's most of the country. My church yeah, was indicative of every other Southern Baptist church in the country. Yeah, you don't dance. You go don't go to dances really. That changed probably in the eighties, but you didn't dance. You don't play cards. That's so uh, silly. You certainly man. don't gamble. You don't drink. You don't smoke. You don't womanize. I suppose STDs are out of the question. Well, you're only fucking your wife, so oh, yeah. Please, I'm watching the roaches call my wall. I have such a nerve to get up and smash them. What are your thoughts on Ugh. this Madison Cawthorn person? Because now, did you see that? So first, he was caught wearing women's underwear. Then the next day, they found out. They had found a video of his aide touching his dick. 
Who? Madison Cawthorn. The I told you about him, the Republican senator. In the wheelchair. Yeah. He's really hot. I'd do him. I know. Um, yeah, he's yeah, he's hot. And the handicap thing is a turn on, don't you think? I do. Very much so. You know Finally. what's good about a boyfriend in a wheelchair? Tell when me. you go out or not, you set the brakes so he can't go anywhere. That way you know he'll be back. he'll be there when you get home. Yeah. Or just like don't even let him get to his chair. You know? Or keep him upstairs like Blanche's sister and and baby Jane. Yeah. Do you know what a How uh, did they yeah. get her up those stairs in that wheelchair in the first place? I don't know. I think they had like gaffers. Who put the wheelchair on the second stairs? The good That's question. Like asking to be rolled down the stairs, right? Like she's asking for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen these boxes that you can buy on Amazon where they you sit on them and then you're you get eaten out by your slutty spouse? Have you seen this? I forget. It has a. It's called an eat-out box or something. Roger Small sent me a picture. Have you heard of this? You can look they it up. Have one of those at uh, steamers. It's like it's like a toilet seat, but you can get under it and eat somebody. Well, this is like a whole box. It looks like a shoe box, but it's big enough for a person to sit in and eat out your ass. But I, I didn't know Steamworks had one. That's nice. Well, that's part of the fetish community. They uh, have those at Swingers Club. The eat-out box? What was I going to say? I was going to say uh, something, but I forgot. Madison Clawthorns? What, the hot guy in the wheelchair? Oh, it's called a queening chair. A queening chair. Oh, yes. Queening chair. queening chair. Yeah. Because you know about it. What were you talking about? Yeah. You know what I find hot? What? I don't like pictures of just anybody taking a shit with the poop coming out. Oh, the here we go. But if it's a really hot guy, I'd like to see those pictures. I'll pull my pug yeah. to that. Okay, so you know this guy... He's uh, from Bulgaria on the Telegram group. His name is, you were talking to him today, T. Kath Girdlestench or some weird ass name. Yeah. He is. Uh, he's kind of cute. Is that his profile? Yeah, that's picture? him. He's hit, but he's straight. Yeah, he's kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. But he's straight, but he's also really into duty. Like he's always posting really? duty. He's into it. He's a fan of Hagatha. Oh, yeah. He, he loves He loves you. That's why you need to come back to, to the Telegram group. He loves you. He has a whole website of like gross pictures of like horrible shit. Stuff you'd you'd really well, like you him. You know what I did to make him feel accepted? I pulled up one of my gifts and I said that and then his I know. I saw him. that and he really liked that. Yeah. And he said, Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan to of yours. Him in. Well that's why you gotta come back to the to the gram. Not the Instagram, Telegram. You got to come back, Hagatha. Well, I will. I will. I will. I will. Like, you don't know. You can I'm say you will. I'm going to be on the show. Nobody and knows. Normal. I've always got something to say. You could always call me. Well, I started. Whether I'm on Telegram or not. But, and, you okay. Know, it would Shut improve up. your can content. I talk? Can I talk for a second? Because I, I, yes. I, the timing, you were in this K-hole for a long time, and then you finally got enough out of it for me to call you but i just started a new job about six weeks ago and it's taking up my time and I, this this show that i'm doing is very low priority which is why i'm calling you on a very strange time saturday night 
because I it's low priority. The shit, you know, it's like Agatha. I'm old. I've been doing this for 15 years. It's not. I the only reason to do it is to give myself pleasure. And if it doesn't give me pleasure, I don't do it. Uh, what are we talking yeah. about? So that's just what it is, you know. I'm an old woman. I want to know what the guy in the wheelchair did. Oh, he great. Well, yeah, you got to find the video because, like, he there's a video of him and his aide, you know, because he's a congressman, he has an aide, and he and like the wheelchair guy's like, oh, I really wish I could feel a, the warmth of a human body on me or something like that. Bill Maher talked about it yesterday, and then um, the the aide puts his hand on his dick, and it's on video. It's on fucking video. Not oh, not the like aide was a man. Aid is is a man, yes, I'm, uh, yeah. Ooh. And then and then they have like you know how like when you pay somebody with Venmo, they have like you know you can say what the transactions for, and if you're an idiot, you can leave your transaction history public. So it says yeah. like I don't remember what it says. It says like blowjob at the airport, ten dollars or something on his history. <clears throat> Shit like that. Ten dollars. No, I'm making it up. I don't. I, I'm trying from memory. Oh. But if you watch Bill Maher's uh, monologue, what well, I can. I missed Bill Maher last night. I mean, well, yeah. But you can rewatch it. I you never miss him. Have you seen his stand-up called Adulting? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, really good. But uh, you can amazing. you can rewatch it, Hagatha. It's not like you can't. You can rewatch it. Yeah, it'll be on. You know who is the most amazing comedian when he does his oh. one-man show? Who? Oh. Billy fucking Crystal. Really? Have oh. you seen where he talks about his life growing up, the no. people he knew, what he went through? Nope. It is amazing. Really? Where do I yes. see that? HBO? Go to YouTube. Put in Billy Crystal's stand-up or mm-hmm. uh, one-man show. I just finished watching um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the fourth season. It's really, it's really a great. I thought it was going to be I terrible. I never got into that. Oh, it's, it's, you know, it does take some time to get into. It's, it's a, it's a little bit of a because it can have some annoying characters. And when it, when it started the fourth season, I, I thought, oh, this is going to be awful because it was so contrived and horrible and. And the directing was just very strange, and and but God, it's such a great show. And Jane Lynch is in it, you know the you know Jane Lynch, the lesbian who used to live yeah. here, and she's magnificent. Yeah, she needed a new vehicle. She she's magnificent. The, missus, the weakest link. She God, is, what a come down. She's magnificent in this show, though, Agatha. She's oh, that's absolutely weird. brilliant. She plays this like old time like comedian and so much depth, and it's just. It's great. They have some really good uh, characters. In but this. is she just playing herself? Oh like no, 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 not at all. Nothing like that. Oh. It's a very deep. She's playing a comedian from like the 1950s, right? And the comedian is sort of yeah. a take on like Sophie Tucker and kind of she's really old, maybe Phyllis Diller a little bit, but it's it's so way back and it's well researched. It's I don't even know who it's, but it's like she she's. It's this character who plays, um, you know, it, at first the, the comedian is, her character is this like hilarious lady from the Bronx. Like, hey, I'm, my name is so-and-so. And, and she's got this persona and she's very popular. I mean, I'm talking about her character in the show. Very popular. She's all over television. And turns out that we find out that this, 
this character is completely fake. It's it's that the the woman that Jane Lynch is playing, the comedian in real life, is an extremely wealthy blue blood woman with servants, right? So the whole thing is a facade, yeah. and she pretends to be obese, and obese is a facade. So like, and then we get you know, and you take this character, she disappears for a few years, she's back this season, and she's in the mental hospital, and she's just it's just such a magnificent performance. So then she becomes she's herself in the mental hospital, and then becomes famous as herself instead of the fat lady. But I mean, it's just it's just a fantastic character. You have to see it. It's great. Wow. Yeah. I want to talk about. You said you saw a long time ago, but it was my first experience watching Happiness. Yeah. Uh, the guy who did Welcome to the Dollhouse. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. And with the little boy talking to his dad, and he go, "Would you?" Fuck me. And the dad goes, no, I'd probably just jack off. And the kid starts crying. He don't know why he's crying, because he didn't get fucked or because his dad said he would jack off over him. Yeah, right. That was so twisted. So funny when the dog likes to come off the railing and then goes and licks this woman's face. Oh, my God. And I looked at the follow-up to that, and it was so bad I couldn't even get to it. called Life in Wartime. Yeah, you're talking about the cartoon, right? The what? Happiness. It's uh, animated? No. Oh, really? It has an animated cover, but it's not animated. Oh, yeah. Okay, with Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? I just want to make sure it's the right one. Yeah, oh, Louise Lasser's in it. Mary Hartman. Yeah, yeah. this was like Tampon Tammy's favorite movie. Well, the thing, the follow-up to it was the same characters, yeah. but different people playing them. Uh-huh. Now, he has a movie he made a lot earlier. I can't think of the title, but the same character, the woman, is yeah. played by like eight different actresses. That's uh-huh. the conceit, and it's supposed to be really good. I have to watch it again. Honestly, I don't remember all that weird shit you're telling me. Can't make that movie today. It's amazing. Like I, w- I like to watch a lot of these old sitcoms. Like I've been watching uh, Two Broke Girls because um, Jennifer Coolidge is in it. And even though that show, yeah. like I think the last season was probably the first year of Trump. It's recent, like 2016. But like all of that uh-huh. show, you can't do it today. They make fun of um, Asians. They make fun of gays. Yeah. They make fun of everyone. I fat hate people. That Asian gay character. Because I can't look at a man without imagining having sex with him. Even and on when TV? I look at him, it's just like, ew. But it's on TV. Because you know he's a bottom, but you don't want to fuck him. Yeah, there was a scene where he was getting like chased around by goats, and the goat took his underwear, took his pants off. It was a little scary. But don't you think Jennifer wow. Coolidge is funny as hell? I just love her. Well, that show we ride into syndication after it went off the air, it's probably still on. It's funny. Well, I have I downloaded have all seen, the episodes. Have you seen that show called Mom? Oh, I, we, we were just watching it today. I love that show. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we've watched all. Of, that's a fucking great show. And the way that they treat AA is really the only, I think, honest and fair depiction of it I've yeah. ever seen, right? I find it amazing that they're able to weave it through every single episode. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. We just started watching season one just actually like this week. I mean, we've seen it at least twice, the whole series. And so we're I just... I predict Alice and Jane will get the Oscar before she's done. 
she's amazing. She was in uh, Happy. Uh, no, the follow-up to Happiness. She was in it. Wait, didn't she win the Oscar for that? I, Tanya or no? I thought she did. I, I Tanya, no, maybe she was nominated. I know that. Did you see the eyes of Tammy Faye? Yeah. With Jessica Chastain. I didn't know that was her until I read it afterwards. Uh-huh. She got a uh, best actress for that. A lot of people said it was a mistake. She shouldn't have gotten it. Yeah, Alison Janey, I just looked it up. She won best actress for the, for uh, I, Tonya. As an, an I Oscars. need to watch I, Tonya. It's on my Netflix. Oh, you haven't seen you it? You know, I pay for Netflix. Uh, I pay for HBO Max. Uh, well, you're rich. And I pay for another one, uh, Hulu. And I never watch them. I'm all on YouTube all the time. Well, you're rich. rich no, lady. I'm not rich. Although I still have nine thousand dollars left of my money. Well, you've I been want making my it mom last. to die right away so I can get her money. She's going to live to be a hundred, and there won't be anything left. I want to slip with some poison. I mean, that's not nice, Agatha. You know what I want to ask my mom? And I already know the answer to it. She didn't breastfeed me because she didn't love me like that. She hated all males, including me, because her dad was an alcoholic dick. But I wasn't breastfed I, either. She expressed her milk and gave it to me in a bottle because she didn't want to breastfeed me. At least your so mother gave you the breast milk. That. I didn't even get the breast milk. I got formula. Why do you think I'm so bitchy? Why didn't you get breast milk? Because, well, during that time, my mother says it was like everybody thought formula was better, but she's probably just lying, right? Yeah. She was very depressed. I'm sure she was like, fuck that. I'm not feeding Was she post-natal or post Well, I'm sure. I'm sure she was pre-post and, I mean, pre, during, and post-depressed, right? Don't you think? Do you have any substance? Your parents don't drink or drug, do they? Well, no. But listen, my mother, she can, she can, nobody can tolerate edibles better than my mother, though. So she can, she can. Tolerate what? Edibles, like weed. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. She does edibles? She does, yeah. And she has a tolerance. Oh, my God. She can, I mean, like, if I've, like, I gave her one, I'm like, oh, you can only take a little bite. And she's like, oh, I I had the whole one, and then I took a walk on the beach. I didn't even feel anything, she'll say. But then she'll be, like, so yeah, high. Yeah, floating five feet then, off the ground. And then you see, like, anything. and then there's, like, three cakes in the in the fridge that she baked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think you felt something if you're baking cakes, you know, and pies all the time. But what is a Jewish mother going to do when they get high but cook? Right, right. Well, what are they going to do? Read the Talmud? Yeah, no. Are women even allowed to read the Torah in your church? You, there's so many incredibly ignorant things about that sentence, I don't know where to start. You know what I remember about Jewish people when I was very young, probably five or six, we were friends with the Jewish family, and oh. that guy ended up later on marrying my mother and being a real dick to her, and they got divorced. Wait, your your mother was married to a Jewish guy? Yes. How did I not father. ever know that? 
I didn't bring it up. I don't know why. So I've you been with him for you, a while. He you, was a dick, but I worked at his company. He was a very smart man. You had a company that made stencils so that your shipping department would get the label already typed, and then you could stamp all the boxes with it. And he made those and sold them all over the world and made a lot of money. Fascinating. And I worked for him in high school. I worked there. Fascinating. Did he ever show you his penis? No, but I saw a picture of him when he was young, and he was really good-looking. He was a nice-looking man, but what he ended up doing, he had an affair with the secretary, and my mom found out that the same negligee she got was the same one the secretary got. And she came over to her house, this was after she left and divorced, drunk on her ass and crying about it. I remember my sisters were just mortified. Didn't they do that in 9 to 5? Pardon me? Didn't they do that in 9 to 5? Where, like, they made Dolly Parton get, like, a negligee for his wife, but it was the same one as Lily Tomlin's yeah, or something? Well, what's so funny, it's so textbook. That's yeah. what was so uh, yeah, appalling cliche. about it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so before but we go... they ended up divorcing. He's dead now. So before we go, I want to know, what do you think about the Ukraine situation and what are your... What's your what is the Hagatha solution? Because it seems like quite a pickle the world is in. Does Hagatha have a solution? Well, Russian men are a lot more attractive than Ukrainian men, although you would think they would have the same kind of strain of you know, a lot of Russian men look kind of oriental. Do you notice that? Yeah. yeah. They have the slanted eyes. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I was reading, I was watching a thing about a serial killer who in Denmark who killed eight people, but he was from Russia, and he had those beautiful Asiatic eyes, really handsome. And it's like an, I don't like Asian men, but I like Asian American men can be really hot. None of that is the answer to my and, question, though. Well, I think Russia would, should win because they have the hotter men. Uh-huh. I don't have any solution. I think it's terrible that they're bombing schools and churches and all that. I mean, Putin has obviously not got a soul. He's the richest man in mm. Russia. He's former SS. I mean, his mind... KGB. I, I mean, you try to figure out what complexes he has, and there's just too many to count. But do you think he's really, like, would he? will he really use the nuclear weapons, do you think? Because he's basically blackmailing the planet, right? Well, that's what everybody's questioning. But what he's do you think? Do that. Because that would bring the Americans. We would come storming over there with boots on the ground so quick if he did that. Yeah. He doesn't want to open up that can of worms. America could whoop Russia. Their country's been sliding into the abyss for years. And only... You know, Which the country? Top- one percent and one percent are billionaires, and everybody else is eating potatoes and drinking vodka. I saw this amazing uh, documentary on, I guess it was Netflix, uh, a short film, uh, like about this man in Georgia, like the the country over there. Yeah, and he's a potato set trader. It's always called the trader, I think. No, what's that other word for the barter? Maybe I don't know. But anyway, it's like such a sad so. It's just this guy who lives in 
Tbilisi, Georgia, which is, I guess, the capital, and he goes to these rural areas where all they do is grow potatoes, uh-huh. and he brings like clo- used clothing and used toys, and he trades with these peasants for potatoes. It's so sad. The thing about people in Georgia is they live to be the oldest people in the world. It's nothing for them to be a hundred. Well, they eat a lot of potatoes. Well, they did that in Ireland and it yeah. turned them all into alcoholics because the starch turned into alcohol. But they have big dicks. No, they don't. The dark Irish don't. Yeah, they do. They're handsome, they're petite, but they have little dicks. No. Now, the red-headed Irish, oh, watch out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a boyfriend once who had like an 11-inch big Snow White dick with the red head on it. Oh, oh I just found and, a... Cr- yeah, red-headed people have big dicks. Check this out. I just found a story in the in the mirror. Granted, it's that sleazy tabloid from the UK. Vladimir Putin set to vanish for cancer surgery. Mystery Russian Telegram account says. How about that? Well. Yeah. Huh. What do you think about the Uyghurs? Do you think we're all looking the other way like we did during the Holocaust? Yeah, I do. I do. What do you think? Well, nobody can get in there and see what's going on. But any time you have camps set up with barracks and people sequestered there, you know it's not good. I think they're probably using them for organs like they did with Falun Gong. I don't like talking about it because I did a lot of research on the Falun Gong, not the Uyghurs. Like 15 years ago, there was a lot of information about it and they were actively like selling people's organs online. You know, like we even called it on this show. I'm sure if you go back into the archives, you'll find the show where like Cheryl and I called a Chinese hospital and they were willing, like they were selling organs back then from Falun Gong. And there was a lot of research um, from like the... um, these Canadian uh, senators or whatever the fuck you call them did did a, a paper on it. There was a ton of research, and they seemed to have chilled. I mean, at the time, it was like so obvious because you couldn't. There was no other way to reconcile all the organ donations that were being done with the number of, you know, prisoners basically yeah. who where they could get them from, and they don't have the organ donation in China. It's very. I mean. There was a ton of evidence, but, like, we protect China a lot. So I have not been following the Uyghurs nearly as closely as I followed Falun Gong, but I'm. it wouldn't surprise me in the least if that's what's happening. Well, let me say one more thing about China. Mm-hmm. This whole point system that they have yeah, to where you get good citizen points. Oh, the social capital. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every, there are cameras every three feet. Yeah. The people have absolutely no privacy. Everything they do is documented. Can you imagine? And if they dissent in any way or they they jaywalk, yeah. they could get sent off somewhere. Can you imagine Everybody, what your social capital would be, Agatha, if you lived in China? Oh, my God. Oh, they would have that, like, death car out for you after, like, your first week. They'd be like, oh, that's the old hang of the, I don't do anything. The most disgusting thing I do is I got some borderline swimming sites I go to where I see boys in speedos, 18 and over. Okay, but like they know what's in your brain, though, and you would fuck up. I know that they would catch you doing something. They would catch you doing something, I guarantee, in China. You don't want to go there, hang of the. Don't go to China, please. 
Well, I wouldn't want anybody to see my internet search history. Least of all you. Really? You know, if you put in rock.com, used to have all the gross pictures of people with their heads flushed up. If you put that in, or if you, I found out tonight one called bestscore.com. Yeah. You put those on, it immediately cancels out, and you go right back to the home screen. Right. Those well, out. that's why you got to talk on the Telegram group, because that's what Cloaketh Thiebel does, that, that Bulgarian dude. He has, like, sites that replace that shit. Because he said... he well, said YouTube, yeah. you know, YouTube has got its dark corner if you know where to look. If, no. I mean to say, if you're in the... Pictures of boys and no, swim trunks running it. around in movies. Stop it. Don't I'm be just gross. saying, they have a whole dark corner there that is not being monitored. Are you serious? That's horrible. Yeah, it's there. You have to know what to put in. There are certain producers that made movies in the 80s, and if you put in their name, oh all God. this shit comes up. Great. Even though he's been arrested and is in prison right now for what he did. Seriously? You can still see the movies on YouTube if you know where to look. So you're creepy. So, okay. yeah, YouTube's getting more stringent, but they they can't monitor every dark corner. <sighs> Are you done? Yeah. That's well, depressing. thanks for calling. All right, come back to Telegram, Hazard. Okay. And kill uh-huh. those roaches. I'm getting ready to grab. I've been wanting to grab my spray bottle this whole time. I'm watching them go back and forth on my window frame. What are you spraying with? I'm going to spray them. With what? Bug spray. Boat spray. Isn't that cancerous for you? I enjoy killing them. Like, I'll find a nest of them and I'll blast them all. And it's such a gratifying, cathartic feeling to see them all fall off the wall. It feels great. Is this somehow an extension of your your YouTube serial killer movies? Pardon me? Is this related to watching those serial killer movies? The roaching? I guess. The, the pleasure all from killing roaches? I'm going to put a bomb. I'm going to bomb my whole house and kill them all when I get it cleaned up. Like the Uyghurs? Yeah. Well, good luck with that. I hope you film it. Yeah. Oh, I'll film the roach. The next roach nest also. Oh, I don't know how to film anything, Mads. I don't know how to hold the button down. That's beyond me. I just take pictures. Film it because Kyle, who's in the Telegram group, he's a filmmaker. He can use it for his horror movie. He makes horror movies, and your house is basically a great set. Yeah, it really is. It is. So he could just well, green screen this on, shit. Where will this be on? Newsradio.com? Uh, mm-hmm. When are you going to post it? Probably Monday. Monday? Probably Monday, yeah. But I'm going to have to edit yeah, out Monday some of the night, horrible shit you said about horrible things. The only thing more fun than talking to you and keeping it lively is listening to it, the, you know, a few days later. Listening to yourself. I'm so enamored of myself and my mental insights. I just, I love it. Yeah, that's really good. It's horrific. like heroin. It's great. You're like listening to yourself. This is like your your Instagram, your narcissism. 
This is the age of narcissism. I'm, I'm a narcissistic really personality. Yeah, it's all well, about how well, This is, I mean, this is your decade because narcissism is everything right now. That's that's Instagram, TikTok. It's all nars. Trump. It's all narcissism. It's just, it's just narcissists everywhere. Just everybody wants to see themselves and love themselves and nobody else. Do you remember what sturdy. happened to nar to narcissists? He died because he didn't eat or drink. He just stared at himself in the uh, water until he died. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of that story. Well, these people are just dying of anorexia and fucking lip injections. So, But you don't get lip injections. No, they're all... I saw so many fat people at the Kroger today. And I'm not talking fat. I'm talking OB. Uh-huh. Well, I'm talking about on Instagram. It was such a turnoff. I was talking about on Instagram. You're what? talking about Kroger. Not the same. Kroger. Kroger. That's such an ugly name. Okay, bye, Dad. Bye, honey. This you, Miss Tracer. 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 Hi, my name is Charlie, your spirit guide.